get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The voice of the blues, Chris Kerber, kind enough to join us as he does on Monday mornings. Curbs, how you doing? Randy, I'm doing great. How are you guys today? Everything's good. I, I like seeing the way the Blues have bounced back here in these two games in in Arizona. It was interesting. I asked uh, Craig Bruby the other day, I said, once you get on the ice with small or no crowds, is the game much different? And he, he said what we all would think, that no, it's really not. It's All you do is travel to the games. But once the game starts, there isn't a bunch of difference between playing on home ice or on road ice these days. Yeah, you wouldn't think so because, uh, you know, you just don't have the crowds to make it feel all that different. And, you know, unlike unlike some of the baseball stadiums of old, you know, it's not like you're dealing with dimensions or like when you used to go into the old Boston Gardens and the, the rink was a little bit smaller and, and the upper deck actually hung out close to where people could throw hot pennies to melt <laughs> in the ice from the upper deck. So, um, and, and I know some people that used to do that, actually, so... Um, yeah, it's it's one of those things where I think the team continues to learn to battle through that, and and as a result, uh, I think that's why you've seen now three really competitive, good games the last three against Arizona. Curbs, are you sick of seeing the Coyotes yet? I'm about done. It'll be nice to prepare for a different team after today. <laughs> I, I was thinking about this, and I mean, and it's not lost on any of us. But good lord, it is funny that that this series started on Groundhog Day, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. And you know what? We're, Michelle and I were talking about this earlier. It's no surprise that they're 3-3 and they've all essentially been one-goal games because the teams are somewhat mirror images of each other in their style because Bruby and Tockett are kind of the same style of guys. And I think we have a tendency, Curbs, especially because we don't see Arizona as much. They play the Blues really tough all the time anyway. But that's that's not a bad hockey team that the Blues are going against either. No, they're well coached. They've got some good young talent. When when you're fortunate enough for a fifth round draft pick like a Connor Garland to start playing like he did and like he has, and all of a sudden that joins a high you know draft pick like a Clayton Keller. Now you've got something. Now the difference is though is they really just are not as deep as the St. Louis Blues. No. And, and and reality is is if the St. Louis Blues in any way, shape, or form in these previous six games could have an answer to somehow you know, prevent that top line from getting on the score sheet, then these games would look very, very different. That It has been the Connor Garland, Clayton Keller, Nick Schmaltz show all six games. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, I know I know Hayton has scored. I know a couple guys have scored and mixed in some others. But the pressure, the the, the ability, the, the, um, the consistency hasn't been there throughout the rest of their lineup. So, that's where the Blues really need to be able to take uh, some charge there, and I think that's what's happened in these last couple of games. But, man, you got to – the old phrase, give credit where it's due. I mean, the, that that line for Arizona has just been something the Blues haven't had an answer for. And, you know, you got to like you got to like Rick Tockett kind of playing the, the Bruce Cassidy, uh, we're supposed to get more penalties uh, called yeah. for us, uh, role from, from a couple of days ago. 
I, I'd suggest that, that, you know, Connor Garland and Clayton Keller and some of those others that are really a lot better on their skates are probably more of his videos of Vladimir Tarasenko back out there on the ice. We know that he was traveling with the team and it seems like everyone is really encouraged by what they're seeing out of him. But what have you been hearing about Vladdy's potential return, if anything? Nothing really other than it's good to see him out on the ice. He's looking good. Uh, you all saw the video of him shooting to the net, uh, which is positive. Him getting around the team, which is a good feel, is also positive. But we're still a couple of weeks, a few weeks away from that, I think, really being impactful for the St. Louis Blues. And that's just fine with me right now. Just whatever it takes, as long as it takes. So when he's able to come back, he's able to come back healthy and ready and not likely to re-injure it is, is the most important thing. And you know what? And the Blues are hovering your first place. They keep leapfrogging with Vegas. Vegas beat Colorado one nothing last night, so that's a that's actually a positive. And um, you know, and and just stay near the top. Keep that win percentage in that six fifty or higher range. And, and so you're giving yourself a good shot at the playoffs. And then when he's ready, you're 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 welcoming him back in a really good spot. And curb something, and especially if the Blues get going when he comes back, something is going to have to happen chemistry-wise on this team because the Blues are going to have to find a million and a half dollars that they remove from the roster. So, And I know we're talking two, three, four weeks down the line, but the fact of the matter is his entire $7.5 million salary accelerates into the cap, and right now the Blues are roughly $6 million under. Yeah, so, you know, and, and that's, uh, that's also part of the timing here. You know, depending on when he comes back, how much more cap space do the Blues have, have they saved by – moving guys to and from the taxi squad. How, how, how do they manipulate the system this year? The health of other guys. What is the health of a Tyler Bozak? You know, do you move another guy from, from, uh, from the IR to long-term IR, things like that. And so that's, that's the old Larry Plo. We'll, we'll address that uh, when it comes. <laughs> right. because these. I mean, it is amazing how they do tend to work themselves out, isn't it? And, and you have, you go back a couple of years ago. Remember when Chicago, no, I don't think this will happen this year with the Blues because I think Vladimir should be ready, you know, pretty uh, a good distance before the playoffs. Remember when Patrick Kane, uh, I think they went out and they got a Nisimov or something, somebody like that, and Patrick Kane was ready to come off of IR about two weeks before the playoffs started. Yep, I remember that. We're, we're just going to keep him on IR until the playoffs start. That way, because, you know, in the playoffs, you're not worried about the salary cap. So, I'm not suggesting that that's the case. I'm just using that as an example of there are ways to work around those scenarios. Curbs, what have been your impressions of what you've seen out, out of Vili Husso? It seems like after that first goal goes in, he's able to compartmentalize, turn the page, and put together a pretty strong performance after that. You know, I was trying to think about this because uh, it, it was so familiar, and I think it might have been you know, Jake Allen. When, when Jake Allen was getting started, there was about three or four games in a row where he gave up a goal right on the first shot, and then he locked it down. I, I, I thought Billy Huso was really, really good in the last game. We gave him one of the stars of the game, and I, I, that would bother Rick Wamsley a lot because uh, he, he it bothered him when the goaltenders gave up that many, and I'd say, but Rick, he played really well. He goes, he let up too many goals. I said, okay, we'd argue about it. But they, they he both the Blues goaltenders have got to play that well, and, and I like what Joey said in the postgame show. You know, we actually – you just saw some good hockey goals in that game. You know, I'm not even sure you're going to blame, you're not going to blame Monty Ranta for that shot by Mike Hoffman, right? I mean, that was just a snipe and a great shot in overtime. So I think, 
I think Billy's settling in a little bit. I thought he looked really good in that game. I mean, after allowing the first goal, he stopped the next 15 shots and had to make some really, really good saves in there, Michelle. So, so that's a positive sign. And the, look, that's now what four or five NHL starts total in his career. So I think he's coming along just fine. I think the team has some confidence in him, both the players in front of him and himself, which is critically important. Um, you know, and and you keep plugging ahead. I think it became really, really important for the Blues to win that game for those reasons, and, and I'm glad they did. Hey, Curbs, one last thing from me. Before this abbreviated season started, we kind of thought with the Honda West Division that it would be the Blues, the Golden Knights, and the Avalanche, and there they are, one, two, three in the division. Do you still think that those three separate themselves from the rest of the division with Anaheim and Arizona maybe being in the middle and then Minnesota, the Kings, and the Sharks at the bottom part? Yeah, you know what? I put Minnesota up in that middle pack, too. Now, keep in mind, they haven't played so well. I mean, they've got four fewer games played than uh, than Anaheim, and Anaheim is right now in that fourth spot. Um, you know, th- there was a feeling that one of those California teams w- would jump up in there. But, yeah, I I do think that over the course of this season, that cream is going to continue to rise, and that should be the case for the Blues, Vegas, and Colorado. And it's helpful right now that Vegas and Colorado are playing each other. So if the Blues could get a win today, you know that if you're the St. Louis Blues, you're either moving further ahead or Colorado's having less of a chance to catch you, or you know, or you're going to leapfrog right back over, you know, Vegas again. And with the unevenness of the games played right now, that's that, that's a bit of a of a of a factor you've got to keep an eye on when you look at the standings. But I, I think that again, when you have the start and, and you're Anaheim, you got to where where they were able to get to, or the kind of play that Arizona's had. You've given teams that might not have been in there a, a hope, and that hope is a huge thing in a shortened season. But I think you've definitely, I, I think you're definitely right now looking at the Blues, Vegas, Colorado as those top three to keep battling. Unless one of them really falters and slides, you know those three you, you are huge favorites in this division. And then I, I like the battle for that next spot to come from what we're seeing from Arizona, Anaheim, and Minnesota. And right now you might have to favor Minnesota in that one just because of the game's played factor. And we should note that Nathan McKinnon returned for Colorado last night, too. That's a huge get back for them. Well, I mean, you want to talk about fortunate. I mean, the the, the COVID bug hits and, and, and you're able to do it while you, your top player was injured with a lower. He came back and now they were still shut out by Vegas one nothing, And then Vegas was shut out one nothing in the previous game that they had played, too. So, you know, it, it, those are some great battles. Those are some good ones that are going to be able to be seen. But that's also why, Randy, so many people, because you just don't know how the rest of the season is going to pan out, are, are looking at win percentage as much as they're looking at points. So these last two games for the Blues are huge because prior to that, Colorado actually had a higher win percentage than the St. Louis Blues, even though they didn't have a, uh, as many points. So keep an eye on the win percentage aspect of the standings as well. Curbs, as always, great to talk to you. Thank you very much. We'll be tuned in this afternoon for the Blues and the Coyotes. Game 7. All right. Stay warm today, people, and we'll uh, we'll, we'll bring you some afternoon hockey. Thank you. <laughs> Sounds great. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. 
And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.